Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, childhood trauma. All right, everybody. Welcome to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran. No, no co-host this week officially. I figured we have a couple stopping by. That should be good enough. But of course, Jimmy is here, our producer. How's it going, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. Uh, now, Jimmy. Should people want to be talked about on this show? <laughs> I mean, it's getting a little ahead of yourself, Mike. Right, right. But if they did, in like want twenty years, <laughs> yeah. if something happens and somehow we, <laughs> <laughs> if they did want to submit uh, confessions, you would go to the Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/confessionalpodcast. Yes. Right. You can also stream us on uh, all the streaming apps: Spotify, oh. iTunes, Google Play. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. there's any that haven't come out yet, we'll be on there soon too. Probably. Oh, and that's confessional podcast on everything. And Jimmy, you have a podcast as well, correct? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's called Live from the Studio. I do that with uh, comedian Eric Glazer, and that's LFTS podcast on everything as well. So check us out. Now, Jimmy, today yes. we are discussing childhood trauma, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we figured the perfect people to discuss this. Very serious, sensitive issue. We both thought of them first. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It was at the, it was simultaneous. We just... <laughs> we just shouted. We looked at each other and shouted it out. It was very synergetic. Type. It really was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, are, of course, the great prank call duo, the Graveyard Goons. Welcome, guys. Oh, thank you. We have RJ Jackson and Danielle Campbell. Thank you so much for coming to the confessional. Thanks thank you. For Thanks us. for having us. Now, you guys... Uh, have been just uh, going nuts with these prank calls on oh, Instagram. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so two years ago, a little over two years ago, uh, we started a group called Graveyard Goons, and it was all sketch comedy. And it was like, how many sketches can we put out in a short period of time? Mm. But we didn't want it just to be that. Sure. Uh, and so I was at work one day. I looked over at a coworker and I said, "Have you ever heard of a live prank call show where they just call people live?" Uh, right. Okay. And we hadn't. And right, so right. I just started it that night, mm. and now that's our bread and butter. Uh, now the the sketch group itself. I mean, we don't really do traditional sketches anymore, mm-hmm. and every member of the group now is gone except Danielle and I. So. Wow, it's like Leonard Skinner. Yep, that's right. No plane <laughs> crash, but you know, we're the cool kids now. Right, <laughs> and these are these are like I really got the sense that you were doing a whole lot of takes and stuff, and, and really preparing a whole lot. But you said you're not, right? You're just yeah. kind of wow. That's that was the cool. original but you do costumes plan. and stuff, and voices, and I mean, these are you've really taken it to an art. You know what I mean? You're not just like calling people and saying vulgar stuff like you're. <laughs> You're actually yeah. doing it. I don't know. It's just like a really, it's really good. People should check it out. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. Yeah. And it's, you did. It's a dual thing for right. sure. Like yeah. if it wasn't yeah. the two of us like working together. Right. No, you have great yeah. chemistry. You both uh, do really good characters. And it's cool how you do like your own characters and actual people and fictional characters. Yeah. Thanks, man. The, uh, 
Was it the trailer twins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was just... That uh, was so good. And you guys are graveyard mill. goons on everything, right? With a Z? With a Correct. Z. With a Z. Graveyard goons. Cool. Yep, on everything. And mm-hmm. the Instagram page looks like it's popping. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you just on Instagram or... Uh, like, we're on everything. On every, okay. We're on okay. Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, uh, all the Podbean, Spotify, okay. awesome. all that cool. good stuff. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Now, RJ, I know you've done comedy in the past. Mm-hmm. Danielle, yep. is this your your first? Uh... Yeah, I I've never done comedy before, wow. so this is a first for me. This is yeah. your first performance of anything? Never did like theater or anything like that. I have done theater. I used to do yeah. um, set design, costume design, stuff like that. Okay. It was more like behind the scenes. But, right, right. Um, I did used to do like public speaking in front of people, so I'm right. like comfortable with that part of it. Yeah, you both seem really comfortable. I I have to admit, I've never been good at prank calls or or. Th- Things involving strangers, you know, like I get too nervous or something like I'm, I don't know, like it's just too awkward for me. (laughs) Yeah. I wish I could, though. I thought it was going to be the same for me, honestly. I was like working with kids before, so I was like, fuck no, I can't do this. But then I was like, oh, I'm okay. I got this. I I like left my job and then I was like, all bets are off now. Let's let's do (laughs) this. Yeah, when she started doing it, like not knowing, because even a lot of comedian friends that I have, They'll try to do a prank call, and right. it's just it's it's a totally different world. It's it really not, is, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then so when she started doing it, I was just like blown away, yeah. man, because I was like, "Good <laughs> God, like she's so good." <laughs> where you know? do you where do you plan on taking the graveyard goons? Do you want to like take it further? Or are you happy with what you're doing? Is they're all very well produced videos. They look Thank professional, you. you know. Thank you very much. We're very happy with where it is now. Yeah. It yeah. has it has taken a lot to get from a cell phone on a couch. Sure on Facebook right, Live right, to right. do what we're doing now. <laughs> but, um, no, we have a ton of plans to go much, much bigger and get, uh, you know, more money to yeah. do bigger and better things, sure. basically. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. All right, let's jump into a confessional here. This one is from Jen Place, Highland, New York. Uh, the death of my brother. When Let's jump right in from a yeah. uh, wacky prank phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Some dark shit. <laughs> Gotta have balance, right? That's the right. death of my brother when he was five and I was eight and how we are taught to process or not process grief as children. It was rough, I won't lie. What made it worse was my parents' age. They were 27 and trying to navigate their own grief and my sister and I just weren't allowed to talk about it. Definitely created unhealthy coping mechanisms that I've spent a ton of time in therapy to correct. It has given me a route to not follow as an adult and parent as I shepherded my son through the process of grieving the loss of his grandfather. Wow. Whoa. Losing your brother when he was five and she was eight. Oh, my God. That's your pretty Your parents awful. don't yeah. want you talking about it. Like, they don't want you right. to acknowledge it. Why do, why do people do that? Like, why is that a thing where, where they refuse to talk about traumatic things or i think it's just like a coping mechanism for them they right. don't want to hear about it and yeah. like experience it all right. over again mm. and they want i don't know they just want to be left alone and they think that everyone else can deal with it too but right. that, that's not the way it works i have somebody in my family that used to do that to me too so, really yeah huh yeah it's, it's awkward we talk all the time about how like communication is like the biggest part of any right. fundamental relationship like it's the crux of everything uh-huh. Uh-huh. and that is the antithesis of that so mm. it's like if you're if you're not able to talk about the issue especially something as insane as losing a young brother like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. then yeah that's just gonna let 
that demon just continue to grow right. until you yeah you start to treat everything like that but why yeah why would the parents i mean you're 27 though you remember how old you used to think a 27 year old oh, yeah, was absolutely. when you were a little kid dude i still think people in their late 20s are older than me like when i hear <laughs> the name, like that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that, man. I can relate yeah, to that like crazy. Yeah, that, that is so weird how it's just like all of a sudden, like, I don't know. It, it's just time goes by so quickly and, the, and mm-hmm. everything changes. It's weird, though, how you kind of fall in with the same the people around the same age. Like last night I got to be the young guy, which was really cool. I was somehow just younger than all the other comedians on the show. And I was oh, like, really? This feels good. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> how old are you? Uh, 38. 38? Yeah. Nice. I awesome. would not have guessed that. You're not against yeah. being 38? Well, he's very uh, immature. <laughs> what's that? What's very that? immature. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in all the wrong ways, not the endearing ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, that's how you get into comedy, though, right? Yeah, that's true. All right. Wow. Well, I'm glad Jan is doing better and taking that experience to become a positive with her child. Do you guys ever have anything like that where you, you learn what not to do from a childhood experience or something like that? For yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Pretty much everything in life that you go through that's like difficult to deal with is just a, a lesson mm. you know so if you treat it that way then you just grow i'll tell you what sucks though is when that lesson is just that people suck yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like a hard sometimes one. that's all it is it's just <laughs> yeah. like people are shitty and that's yeah. the whole lesson yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's on the outside looking in sometimes on situations like that it's easier to be shitty it's yeah. easier to not deal with shit right, right. and was, to just yeah make it other people's problems yeah, yeah. definitely i was gonna yeah. say sometimes you're the shitty one for oh sure sure. You know? yeah, <laughs> and no, you don't even realize sure. it yeah for sure yeah for sure. yeah wow yeah my um the, the question that you asked for sure for me it was like pretty much 90 percent of anything i saw my father do as a kid was uh-huh. like don't grow up to do that. really yeah, yeah. so yeah. that one of those kind of family situations yeah definitely all Definitely. Right. You want to tell us more about that, or sure? I mean, yeah. You, you want know. want me to jump yeah, right into, into it? Let's get into it. If you you know, don't, okay. Don't feel obligated right. to talk about anything yeah. that's that you don't want to. But, yeah. No, uh, no, no. That's cool. I'm I'm pretty open about all of it. Yeah. Right. So, um, my parents met. Uh, they were young. My mom was young. My dad was older. Mm. Um, and twenty seven. Yeah, he was. <laughs> no, he was. Uh, I think he was thirty. 31, something like that. My mom was like 21, 22. I think they were like nine years apart. Yeah, he was he was old, right? (laughs) What an old dude. Uh, So anyway, he um, he just he didn't know how to deal with life. Mm -hmm. Right. He um, was a very popular individual, but he also was a very troubled man behind closed Mm. doors. So he was like a cool guy. He was was charismatic, super charismatic, Uh super charming. Everyone knew him. Right. Like you couldn't go anywhere. The kid in class that could make like any paper airplane. (laughs) Yeah. Always got picked for softball. All the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you went to Walmart with my dad. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> if you went to Walmart with my dad, you would there'd be like sixty people by the end of it. Like, really? hey, what's up? What's up? It's crazy how some people are just like that. Yeah, you know? that it's happens super now. Charismatic. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's it does weird happen with you. Yeah. yeah, from the phone calls or no? I mean, well, sometimes it does. He's sometimes just like... people do say stuff to us in Easton. We'll be walking right. down the street oh, that's awesome. and people will scream graveyard yeah. names oh, out of rules. their car. It's yeah. wow. pretty cool. It happened that's at Seven Eleven a couple times, and I think Walmart too. Yeah, wow. but he's just like the mayor of Easton. 
With, That's uh, awesome. Without the title. Really. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Taking over the Walmart coming out <laughs> That's of the right. Yeah. The 7-Eleven and the Walmart? <laughs> oh, man. man. Killing man. it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is Easton fame, if you ever had yeah. that. <laughs> that white next? trash class. Wawa, don't even get me So your dad was, was Walmart popular. He was super <laughs> Walmart <laughs> popular, man. Coolest guy at the pool hall. Coolest guy. Coolest was guy. he a pool shark? Uh, no, he was a car salesman, uh, is what he was. Okay. So he was a car salesman. He was super charismatic. But behind closed doors, he was a drug, alcohol-infused, like, just rage machine. Mm. Right? Did he have a traumatic childhood? He did. Mm-hmm. He did. But the, he also told a lot of lies. Everything was like you never really right, knew. Right, right, yeah. And he's he's passed now, but, like, it's crazy some of the things that I thought were lies... And then I talk to people now that knew him really right. well back then, and they're like, that's not a lie. Wow. So that's kind of an interesting thing that's happened yeah. over the years. I, I've known people like that, where it's like their lives are so crazy that I don't know why they're making up this stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I never get that. <laughs> like, that was but some thing. people just lie. There's, I don't know, man. I'll tell you, like, uh, what's that called? Pathological liars? Yeah. I found that they're not always they're not that bad. Like I'd rather be friends with a pathological liar than a narcissist. Yeah, because pa- yeah, because pathological liars just make up grandiose stuff that's like not necessarily harmful. Right. Like I took care of this old man that would make up stories about go hanging out with Frank Sinatra and all these things. You know, it's like, it didn't hurt <laughs> and anybody. You can't fact check shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what if the lie does directly affect you? Because there's somebody in, in my family that right. lied about something very significant. Really. So it's like it's like a constant story. Everything, everything is right. just like a huge lie. Well, is it? Is that, I mean, a narcissist will lie for their own end. Like for, for them, for specifically. Thing. Yeah, because they yeah. just don't really have morals. But I feel like a a, uh, a pathological liar, like, they, they're not necessarily deceitful. They uh, they just make up shit. Right. Right. So would you say this person in your life is, are, do they tell these lies, like, to get something or just to? It's definitely for some sort of personal gain, for sure. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, satisfaction in their own life. Who cares who else is uncomfortable type right, of thing. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, and sometimes just to entertain yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like life is boring, so just make some shit up to make it, it more it interesting. It seems like there's, when we're kids, we do that a lot. We're yeah. like, yeah, I went skydiving with my cousin Kirk Cameron last right. weekend. <laughs> 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 but... And and it's and everybody kind of does that to some degree when we're little, yeah. but some people like never grow out of that, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's strange. I struggled with it. I struggled with it a lot up until like I would say five, six years ago. Like, with lying. Yeah. Well, really? not with lying, but with making situations more than they actually were. Uh, embellishing. Like, embellishing. Just yeah, embellishing the say. shit out of things. Like just, for grandiosity or for like drama. Uh, a little bit of, well, I wouldn't say drama, but mm. uh, it's also me, so it's a biased opinion, sure, right? Sure, sure. But um, I think just to make it seem more exciting. So, yeah, grandiosity. I think people do that to some degree, no matter. Like, when you tell a story or something, you're going to be biased towards right. whatever narrative you want. Yeah. But I don't think that's that bad, necessarily. I, I think, think we that, all do that to I think that's degree. a test, and I think that could be the comedian in you, too. First of all, right. you're telling a story about your day. Yeah, life. no, I was actually yeah. discussing this uh, with um, Jim Gaffigan last <laughs> night, <laughs> and he felt the same way. And, <laughs> 
Are you being serious? <laughs> yeah. And then we, <laughs> President Obama's on the phone. <laughs> and well, you did say you were the youngest person last night. <laughs> yeah. and, and I know you do Magooby, so it's like, you know, no, it could totally be real. <laughs> I think as long as you don't change the overall arc of the story. Right, right. Like, if you're telling a, your friend about a conversation you have with somebody else or something that happened to you at a Dunkin' Donuts yeah. yesterday, I think it makes you a better person to make that story more interesting. Because if I'm right. going to tie your ass up with four minutes of my story about being at Dunkin' Donuts... Maybe I'll th- maybe I'll spice it up. Yeah, a bit. spice it up. I'm not Make saying it... like, yeah, and then I fucking stabbed a guy. <laughs> like I'm not making shit up. But yeah, like, I feel like yeah. there's a difference with that than straight up lying about something. I'll tell you what is dangerous though that I am I can be guilty of is like. Uh, kind of doing the Lord's work with a, a thing, like uh, telling something in a way where I'm kind of fabricating a little bit because I like if somebody hurts me, I want other people to understand that they hurt me. You know what I mean? But it doesn't sound bad enough when I put it into words. So I gotta kind of like yeah embellish a few things. Mm-hmm. You know oh, to I mean? let to make the impact there more visible. Yeah, yeah, like this is, yeah. yeah. Because part of me's there's a, there's a term for that with like cult leaders and and, and people like that where they they uh, feel like the rules don't apply to them yeah you know and I feel yeah. like I have like just a little bit of that yeah at times I I, I relate to that I got yeah. some cult leader in me too for sure the god com- <laughs> is that what a god <laughs> complex is no I there's a term for it it's like uh, I forget what it is but it just basically means like because they're doing God's work. They don't have to follow the rules and they can lie. Oh, right. Kind of like ends justify the means. Yeah, thing. yeah. Don't yeah. got to pay taxes either. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. But uh, back to your father. So you, you realized at some point you did not want to be like your father. Yeah. So as a kid growing up, I was like scared shitless of my dad. Was he like, violent? He was violent. Mm. Um, and he was more emotionally and mentally violent mm-hmm. than he was physically violent. But what he would do was like, He'd pick up that speaker and he'd lunge it across the room at like my mother. Oh, that sounds pretty like, physically violent. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> physically violent. But he would never touch me. Huh. So it was this weird thing. Like I could kill you any moment, and I'm right. gonna show you that I can uh, do that. Wow. But I'm not gonna fucking touch you. Interesting. Yeah. Which and then like picking up the dog and throwing the dog across the room and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like just fucked up shit, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I'm the oldest of six. Oh wow. And um, I I'm fairly positive that's why I started being funny because mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. when all that's going on, mm-hmm. like you want to embellish sure. the truth right. to the your younger siblings so that they don't know that they're oh in a so it's actually like to protect them type of thing. I mean, it was to protect them, and it was also just so I could kind of have a little more fun with life and not right. Feel well, it does seem like a, a bit of evolutionary function of humor is to make harsh truth or harsh truths a little bit like easier to digest yeah. sure. and deal yeah. with. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. like did you you didn't know the dog could fly? That's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> and then like, you know, they're not crying as much. Yeah. So yeah. just little stuff like that. But yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Interesting. So did you the, were you ever able to make peace with your father before he passed or no, it was just awkward. It was like he okay, so he had a shit ton of money as well. Mm. Uh, he thought he could do anything, uh, shit ton of drugs, whatever he wanted. 
Um, was your dad the Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, basically. <laughs> he wasn't. He, well, he was the Eastern Maryland Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, <laughs> right, I would so say that. Walmart Poppy. So, the Wolf of Route yeah. Wolf of Route 50. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, pretty much, man. Uh, uh, but, no, we uh, he knew later on in life because he lost all of his money. He Like, the final drug was heroin. Uh, and then all your money just starts to deflate. Like right. A, fucked up circus sure. balloon and so he lost all of his money went to jail was homeless and then you know started living in and out of people's houses wow. which is so a, he was a full-blown junkie just on full, the street yeah i mean yeah pretty much mm. man um but then like he kept trying to get his shit together so you know i would go in and out of his life but my younger siblings were mm. smarter mm. they weren't as dependent on him so mm. emotionally like for me it was like it's your dad you know what I'm saying? Like, he's fucked up, but I got to do it anyway. Right, right. And I always thought, like, as the oldest, like, I can deal with this. They can't, mm -hmm. but I can handle this, mm -hmm. right? So I talked to him um, until about three years before he passed, and he would always come up with, like, stories about uh, a new ailment. So he's dying this week. There was mm. always an obsession with death, like just knowing that your dad's going to die any day. Wait, wait, he, he would make these stories up? He would make these stories up. Why do you uh, think he would do that? Because I think he was obsessed with death. Uh, like he had lost both of his parents. Uh -huh. and was it like a hydrochondriac type of thing? Yes. Or? Okay. I mean, I remember when I was younger because he was also like a really big womanizer. Like he was constantly sleeping around mm. um, and cheating on my mom and all that stuff. And uh, I remember when I was younger, I tell her about this all the time too because I've got some OCD and some hypochondriac in me for sure. What? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> and so, but I would tell her like when I was a kid, I would grow up watching my dad check his tongue in the mirror obsessively obsessively wow and this is in the 90s so my mom would be like his name was randy randy what the fuck are you doing right <laughs> and he would be like i swear to god i think i got the aids i think i got the aids karen <laughs> and it's like well, if you're not fucking around why would you have aids uh, you know what i'm saying uh, uh yeah exactly. i got it from a blood transfusion <laughs> like that boy on tv <laughs> <laughs> they Ryan Whited me. The yeah. toilet seat. <laughs> so what's his name, Ryan White? Yeah. Wow. I believe you know that. Yeah, they made me read the book in third grade. <laughs> uh, but uh but yeah, so I like later on in life, he very much knew just from a place of going from somebody that had a million dollar home to somebody that wow. had nothing. He knew that like I fucked up and mm -hmm. none of the mm -hmm. kids talked so to me. He, except so he you. got kind of humble after a while. He did, mm -hmm. and then it got sad. Mm -hmm. It went from humble to sad right, real right. quick. Right. Um, but yeah. The last thing that I ever said to my dad was like three years before he died because we were on and off talking mm -hmm. and he kept calling me with a new ailment. He constantly had some sort of cancer or something, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So he called me one day and he's like, boy, they told me it's pancreatic cancer. They gave me six months to live, right? And I said, that's crazy, man. So when's Guinness coming over to do the world record <laughs> thing? And he was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? And I said, well, this will be like, what the eighth terminal illness you've survived in two years? <laughs> like, what do you think? Like, that's that's pretty monumental. He was like, "What the fuck? You always joking? This is fucking serious." Like, he's flipping the fuck out, and I just remember being like, "You know what, man? I can't do this anymore. Go fuck yourself." Mm -hmm. Hung up the phone, and that was it. Three years later, he died. Never talked to him again. What did he die from? Pancreatic uh, cancer. No, it yeah, actually. So it was, yeah, it was, like, that would be some shit. Uh, just. <laughs> I, I, you know what's crazy? I was like the power of attorney and all that, and I never got the information as to what actually killed him. Really? Wow. But I know that he died alone in a room, drank himself to death, mm -hmm. surrounded by pictures of his kids that didn't talk mm -hmm. to him anymore. 
Uh, it's very sad. So it's a really fucked up yeah. way yeah. to go. Wow. Yeah. Pretty dark. That really is. Yeah. So let's get to another prank call. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so how do, do you, are you coping with that okay? What's your... Uh, yeah, so I wasn't coping with that, like, at all, and I didn't realize it. I always, I always thought, like, I can handle this stuff, and as long as I can make humor and jokes out of mm. everything, that everything's fine, like most comedians think, right? right. Like, mm-hmm. just make it funny, and then you never have to deal with it. Yeah. Well, like, about three years ago, everything just came, like, crashing down, uh, like, a little while after he died, and I started mm. realizing it. But then I, for, like... For what reason? Just one day it just um, hit you? No, it was... Uh, bad relationship, a horrible relationship. She's I was sitting out right of. here. Oh, yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> no, no, it certainly was not Danielle. Um, but yeah, just bad relationship. He died, um, had a business venture fall through, uh, okay. and it was like those three things combined just kind of... Th- what it made me do was uh, get my shit together. Mm. Like, for real. Like, go to therapy. Right, right. Start, you know, studying different ways to just be to deal with life and then you know a bunch of hallucinogenic trips and a <laughs> lot of long talks later oh, you know man. like now i feel very very couple uh jordan peterson speeches yeah a ton <laughs> of jordan peterson impressions <laughs> and cleaned up your room. yeah cleaned up my room <laughs> yeah. that's all it took the whole time man. Really i didn't it. know God, i should just vacuum <laughs> yeah. i ate a couple lobsters cleaned up my room and now i'm good yeah well, I'm glad you're doing better, man. Thanks for sharing that Thanks, with us. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for um, having us. Let's see what else we got here. This is from Brad Weller, Martinsburg, West Virginia. Oh, oh you know, all right. Gonna... All right. Uh, got an idea. This is interesting. The Challenger, <laughs> the Challenger blowing up has shaped my life a lot. It happened during my kindergarten year, and being almost six, all I knew was there was a teacher aboard. I loathed my teacher's aide, Miss Judy. I think of a human version, Roz from Monsters Incorporated, only less pleasant, and you're close to picturing Miss Judy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I made a comment that I wish that teacher had been Miss Judy. Oh. <laughs> My dad spanked me so I would learn not to say horrible things. The lesson stuck, but not how he meant. Something bad happened, and I got spanked for it. So I still say horrible things, but also everything is my fault. Oh, man. Not many can trace the genesis of their guilt complex, though, though so I have that going for me. Wow. Huh. Hmm. You think that's possible? You get spanked for something, and you connect it to a national disaster, and that's... That's it. And it sticks with you? The challenger was my fault. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know if I've ever heard anything like that. Right, yeah. Yeah, I just Maybe think if you of... get spanked once. It sounds like that was like a... Like that was like one of the few times in this person's right, life that right. they were disciplined like that. Uh-huh. Like if I made a connection between every single thing that I got beaten for in uh-huh. my childhood, I, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> definitely a thing that like you know I was beaten one time by my father and it never left me. I couldn't tell y'all. <laughs> yeah, that was just a Tuesday. Like, yeah, whatever. I fucking hate Wednesday, so don't get me started. You see, here's the thing: if stuff like that is real, if like childhood connections like that can stick with you for the rest of your life then what is what it happened with me you know like i want to look back and figure out these things yeah i did find a weird connection once where i uh i have this phobia don't tell anybody my phobia because i'm scared they're gonna prank me with it <laughs> that is his phobia <laughs> it's fish <laughs> 
disgusted by fish. <laughs> really? Yeah, I hate, really? I hate everything about really? fish. Yeah, oh, that's scare sick. me. Don't wow. tell me. And you're like in a nautical environment in, in Maryland. Yeah, with all the water really. around. I mean, you know, it's not They're like, like crab crazy. Well, I'm not like going out on a, you know, I'm not fishing in the harbor or anything. Yeah. Right yeah. in Baltimore. <laughs> what, what, what is it specifically? Well, here's what happened. I, and this is something I kind of pieced together later in that, in the vein of, of the confession we just read, which I, you know, and I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, I witnessed somebody die once when I was a kid. I uh, went fishing at like one of those trout farms, actually in West Virginia also. And uh, with my, my friend's family. And I, I remember we were, were like riding in the back of the truck up to their cabin. And there's like bags of ice and dead fish, like clear plastic bags. And one was like moving. And there's like blood smeared on the plastic. Uh. And then the next day, I witnessed the death of a human. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. What happened there? Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've talked about that on this show. I have think you? I have. I'm pretty sure I have. I it don't was, recall this. No, okay. maybe. maybe. It, it was like a my friend's family friend. Like he was pretty much part of their family, and he was like staying there with them. And uh, that's how we vacation in Virginia. We go to cabins in West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and he, I think he had allergies or, or something. Some, he had some weird reaction. We were moving bales with hay. And he got sick, and he passed out, and he never woke up. Oh my oh. god! Wow! How and we like witnessed he? the whole thing, like paramedics coming. I mean, you know, as a kid, he seemed like a hundred. Yeah, but they're he, all. He was probably like thirty-three or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah. man! So he yeah. was Macaulay Culkin from yeah. what, what's that? What's what? that? With the Macaulay bee stings. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. My, yeah. Girl. my girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulled a my girl with some hay. <laughs> the hay won't stop stinging me. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was just a very weird situation for me to be in because it was like my friend's family. Like, I wasn't a part of this family, and uh, I had to be around all these weeping people, and we drove home in the middle of the night. And it was, oh, my God. And you're connecting. Yeah, you're thinking that the, the what you saw with the fish the day prior. Yeah. And then that kind of like in some yeah. way like, connected to watching a person die. so like your phobia with fish is it like you're grossed out by it or you're like both. scared both. of fish both what about the I'm word i'm so fish? grossed out that just seeing one like scares me oh seriously yeah seeing wow. a moving fish just a swimming fish uh like, a dead fish is more horrific but right. I, I don't really like any fish wow so you don't but even like eating fish i'm assuming it's not <laughs> it disgusts me it stinks fish just oil. everything about fish just kills yeah. sushi wow. not wow. happening yeah. for swedish it. fish Swedish, <laughs> Swedish fish, That's I'm okay good. with. Yeah, uh, Swedish okay. fish. Uh, yeah. Anything Swedish is yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, dude. That's yeah. wild. That is crazy. So yeah. you go swimming like in the ocean? Or are you scared that there's well? Here's fish here's another weird thing. Is I love swimming, and I'm not really scared of. I mean, how often do you run into like a school of fish while you're swimming? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? While they're in class. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jesus. Um, but I'm also deathly afraid of sharks. Well, that's and, more sensible. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's unsensible is that I can't jump into a lake or a pool without worrying about a shark gobbling a me pool? up. A pool? Dude. Yeah. I was Jesus. the same way. I was the same right, way when yeah. I was a kid. If yeah. I was in a pool, there's a fucking like shark going to rip or... through this this vinyl. And, yep. Yeah, yep. get me. <laughs> and... With the ocean, I'm actually less afraid because, like, you can you kind of just walk in the ocean. You know, you yeah. rarely like go out to where it's really deep. So I'm okay with it. If my feet are touching, I'm yeah. okay. But I can't be in water with my feet dangling. Yeah, 
They yeah. jaws, the man. Right. I think that's a, that was a Dude, big part of it. I think it fucked everybody. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. They say the majority of uh, shark attacks are because they mistake you for like a seal. Seal yeah. or yeah. a turtle. Well, so whenever I'm in the ocean, I just try my best to not look like a seal. <laughs> yeah, like, like whenever I'm like uh, treading water, I'm like, all right, right. what would a seal, seal must be doing? Be, <laughs> seal must have a terrible time not in like the ocean. I got like a seal, just flexing my thumbs. <laughs> I got thumbs, bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> I start Abstract singing. thought right here. <laughs> <laughs> start singing bare naked lady songs. Like just anything I can do to show I'm a human. You just don't seem that kiss, kiss from, from a Don't sing that one. That's they're going to think here. Like, I know this one. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, it's, it, it's weird how they say that like it's comforting. Like, oh, they just think it's a, a seal or something. I don't care yeah. what they oh, think. Yeah. It's okay. like, what is that? Cool. That's well, like when, when you were a kid, your friend would punch you, and you get mad, and they'd be like, dude, I was just joking. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter. He still punched me. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we're cool. Let's go have lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All <Okay>. as well. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, and recently I saw somebody put a... a photo of like uh, a shark a great white shark like in a pool like oh yeah underwater it was terrifying oh, no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn <laughs> i used to have feelings about that like in in the bathtub like, yeah something i still was do come out of the drain not necessarily like a shark right but right maybe, snake yeah or alien. like a monster yeah mm -hmm. was, i used to have these weird reoccurring dreams of like this man that was dressed in like this spandex suit would break into my house Weird. and rape my mom. It was so funny. Oh my up. god, yeah. how old were you? I was like eight. What did you Jesus. see something that yeah. like prompted this? My what mom was, was like obsessed with watching uh lifetime movies. Oh, so, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up on like not necessarily that stuff, but like sightings and unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rescue nine one one. That's uh -huh. better. I forgot uh, about that. that <laughs> Wasn't the omen what was Rosemary's Bay? There was some movie where like she like has sex with the woman has sex with the dude because she thinks it's her husband, but it's actually the devil. Oh. There was like a movie in the eighties and they redid it in uh. American Horror Story in the first season. Oh wow. So there was yeah. actually a guy in a black spandex suit. Right fucking that woman in the house and she thought it was her husband and then she comes to find out it wasn't him it was a devil and she has a devil's baby and oh, yeah. but that was but all of American Horror Story was based off of those old like 80s and 90s right. yeah. tropes and stuff like that yeah. so yeah. I feel like that was some the omen huh. or something I don't know I don't know huh that's <laughs> a very specific fear that yeah. I feel like right. you definitely in passing saw that in a movie and it stuck yeah was you. there something with a guy in a spandex suit I can't like recall anything, mm. but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. I mean, my mom watched all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, so. yeah. those she, things will happen. Yeah, I had yeah. the the Shining with the the woman in the shower. I would always check, and whenever I was in the bathroom, I'd always have to pull back the curtain right. to make sure there's not a woman in the shower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then a uh, ghost ship freaked my brother out. You ever seen the movie Ghost <laughs> yeah, Ship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a good movie, but yeah, that's what I've always heard. But it's terrible. Like, that like. Opening scene. Yeah, I've heard yeah. Yeah. Terrible, the wire. except for the opening scene. The yeah. wire. That's that, so that, cool. It's intense. And like that, my, that freaked with my the wire? brother yeah. out. The wire scene. It snaps and like cuts everybody in half. Yeah, there's like a cable on the ship oh, that snaps, okay. and then it just wings around the entire ship and cuts everybody in half. Literally. Right, like the torso. Yeah. yeah. And you like just a see Die the, Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, I don't think I, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I haven't seen it, oh. but it doesn't show it. But it was uh, it was intense. That was uh, my my brother was like six years old and freaked the fuck oh out. Oh my god! <laughs> well, let's let's scene. get into this real quick. What are, what are some like TV shows or or uh, or movies that like stuck with you, and maybe maybe even till today, like Jaws kind of does with me. Yeah. Um, so you go. You go. All right. <laughs> I don't even know what the movie's called. There's a movie Ghouls. I think it's ghouls. Ghoulies? Ghoulies. 
They, I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've never seen it. That's the funny part, right? <laughs> so I've never seen this movie, but my grandfather, when I was growing up, had this poster in uh, his garage, mm-hmm. and it was the goalie on the toilet oh, like, coming yeah. out of the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I used to check the toilet every time I would go to take a <laughs> yeah. shit because I was scared that a goalie <laughs> oh, was going to no. come up. Right. So, yeah, not necessarily like saw the movie and it impacted me. Just the poster. That's uh, all it took. Wow. Yeah, I can do that sometimes. I remember one time in kindergarten at the bus stop, I just heard someone say the title of a movie. Uh, it was uh, Watcher in the Woods. And that freaked me. Just that title freaked yeah. me out so Pretty bad that I, I was like crying that night. And wow, you yeah. saw it? No, I, the title. Oh is yeah. It? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, No thanks. Fish in the woods. <laughs> 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 Shark in the pool in the woods. Yeah, yeah, weirdly, I think because the first one I saw was Jaws three, which is a terrible movie, but it had that's the one at SeaWorld. So it's kind of this giant shark, like in a kind of pool-like environment. Yeah, that what? kind of stuff. I haven't more seen so that one. I don't think it sucks. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> awesome. It sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. It does. It's like blackfish, but, but in real life. Yeah, I don't think there's a. You know, I made that joke actually when that movie was out. I was like, I like blackfish better the first time I saw it when it was called Jaws 3. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nobody got it. That's funny. <laughs> but. Yeah, the Jaws series probably has the steepest decline in quality of any movie franchise that I can think yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, the first one is amazing. The second one is pretty good. The third is terrible. And the fourth is like one of the worst films ever made. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've only seen the first and the second, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Watched you were them with my morning. dad one time. I was like, uh, okay, I'm going to take a nap now. It seems, yeah. seems appropriate. <laughs> this one's over. We're done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, how is that first one PG when it shows like know. a child being with like blood flying blood everywhere? everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Now if you have blood in a movie, it's R. Like straight up. <laughs> really? Just any blood at all? It's There's there's a couple exceptions, uh-huh. but for the most part, yeah, if there is a... Uh, a moderate amount of blood in the movie. It's going to get Weird. an R rating huh. by the MPAA. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. well. Pretty yeah. much anything from the 80s would be totally screwed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. why when you watch Avengers and movies like that, there's never blood. Right, yeah. That's why Wolverine can never stab anybody. Right, right. right. What the hell is he doing with those claws? Yeah, yeah. he might as well stab an R into their chest because that's, <laughs> that's what he's getting if he does yeah. it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Danielle, do you have a, a movie or a TV show that... Something sunk into your psyche. I guess that stands out the most was the first scary movie I think my mom let me watch that I remember is Carrie. Oh, and yeah. I was like totally cool with the whole thing up until the point where like her hand comes out. Yeah, great jump scare. At and the I end. was like, oh my god, it was like the first time I felt like actual fear from watching something. Really? Yeah, and because I had like a pretty crazy childhood, so like watching stuff on TV, I was just like, oh whatever, this is bullshit you know like yeah. i don't care this is fake i watched this and i was like oh my god she's she just came back to life like what the hell just happened they, <laughs> they poured blood on her and like all this fucked up shit i didn't even care about that but the <laughs> end i was like done for and like yeah. i don't know i didn't want to walk around in graveyards for a long time because i was uh, just like scared those people were gonna like sure come yeah. and grab yeah. me yeah. and pull yeah. me yeah. under well you remember that story of the girl that remember like the girls are having a sleepover and uh, and they dare one girl to go out and put a knife in a grave because they're next to the graveyard. I think I know. And then she she does it, and then as she's running away, something's pulling at her. Yeah. And she gets so scared that she dies of fright. And they come back the next day, and they find the knife had been stabbed into her gown. Oh, shit. <laughs> I love that story. That's awesome. That it's not true. Oh, I, was about to say. I mean, it's like an urban legend. So right. Yeah. It right. might be true somewhere, but scary stories to tell out yeah. the dark yeah. type yeah. stuff. That is yeah. intense. Yeah. yeah, that was the shit. Jesus. 
Um, let's see. All right. So we have another confession here. This one is from Anonymous. Nice. The paranoia. He writes in a lot. <laughs> the paranoia of Columbine and to a lesser degree 9-11 led directly to me wrongly accused of planning to blow up the school a couple years later when I was 12. Whoa. Whoa. Smiley yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> Insert here. <laughs> Completely changed how I go through life. I'm a very different person than I would have been. Falsely wow. accused. That's insane. Jesus. I mean, that was the satanic panic of our generation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it really kind of was. Oh, shit. Well, you the guys were going to blow up. Right. Well, you guys were like, that happened my senior year of high school. It happened eighth grade for me. So when you got to high school, that was a thing that mm -hmm. was like a, that was a hysteria to some degree. I remember yeah. May 10th in uh, eighth grade. So this is a month after Columbine happened. Mm. Somebody went into the bathroom of our middle school and wrote, May 10th is going to be our Columbine. Oh, my and God. Yeah. They, I remember seeing a few things like that. Yeah, yeah. They they wouldn't let the people stay home. Some kids, like, some parents made their kids oh, stay wow. home. Just for Other one writing? To, yeah. Somebody wrote it, and it just, I mean, it was taken so seriously. This is mm. less than a month after this right, horrible right, incident. Right. That I, I remember my mom running into the school i was in eighth grade she's screaming frantically in the oh, fucking hallways man. and she's like and <laughs> she pulls like a me total out nightmare <laughs> i know mom please it Go was the day you forgot your jammy jams <laughs> <laughs> it was the day of columbine she was so freaked out and it wasn't just her there were like 10 other parents really? there doing wow. it too like wow. fuck this i'm taking my kid out and then we went home and watched a bug's life and I was like, this is a fucking weird juxtaposition right here. Yeah. Like, you might get killed, but if not, watch this Pixar movie. Wow. Yeah. Was that a thing while you were in high school, Danielle? Yeah, there's like constantly a ton of bomb threats and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we had we had those before Columbine. Yeah. Kids would just do them all the time and they would never work. Right, yeah. yeah. There was one time where um, they found like something in the school that they were like suspicious about and uh -huh. they, like we all had to leave. And. I don't know. I guess like everybody was like scared about all that type of stuff, but I don't. My parents were like not trying to pull me out of school because of right, it or anything right, like yeah, that. Yeah. They were. I don't know. My dad's a fire chief, so he's seen everything. He's right. Like, he's right. Like, Deal with it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jimmy? Uh, I remember bomb threats being a big thing, uh, but it was like it wasn't. Nobody took it seriously. Like it was just like the school. They would get an email like midday from some unknown account being like, we're going to blow up the school. And it would be just some kid doing it just to get out of like a class yeah, or a test yeah. or something like that. Like I remember one week it happened like three times in a row in one week. And I swear they just started ignoring them. Like they, yeah. didn't, they just were just like, yeah. What you else know. can you do? I mean, right. Yeah. My, first of all, nobody blows up the whole school. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're in fucking eighth grade. Yeah. Right. What do you get? This kind of bombs, like all over. Where do you get every this kind foundation? of firepower from? <laughs> yeah. Dude, you know. I remember he, somebody had like a stink bomb that they blew up in one of the hallways and just made the place smell fucking terrible. The only time <laughs> my parents ever got involved was I was in I was in fourth grade. When 9-11 happened. Oh. And so, I, or maybe fifth, I can't remember. But uh, I was in class. I thought you were going to never forget. <laughs> I forgot. I wow. forgot. Uh, <laughs> but my dad actually came in to pick me up as soon as it happened, like an hour before the schools let it. Because the schools, eventually, they were just sending everybody home. Mm -hmm. My dad came in like an hour beforehand and was like, nope, I'm taking him out. And they were like, 
the principal was like, well, they haven't made the decision if we're going to release kids from school. He was like, I don't fucking care. I'm getting my kid. <laughs> yeah. And he's going with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good so that God. was the only time that like right, my right. parents ever did with you right. know yeah went that you guys just reminded me of something that actually happened in Easton maybe three or four months ago and this is something to truly be worried about as a middle schooler um, there was a guy that walked into the middle school just do you know what I'm about to say mm-hmm. okay there was a guy that walked into the middle school just started pacing back and forth around the middle school and people were like uh, excuse me sir <laughs> what are you doing right it's right. a grown ass man he's in his 40s right uh-huh. he's just walking around the middle school yeah. what are you doing they kick him out in my defense, it was raining pretty hard outside. So. <laughs> 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 All right, you're not going to like this next part. That uh, so this guy leaves, goes across the street to the YMCA, walks into the men's locker room, and stabs a 76-year-old man to death. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. A rando? Uh, I don't know. They... They said that the dude had some connection to the older guy, but, like, what the fuck was he doing in the middle school right before that? Wow, like, that's terrifying. Yeah, this dude was just walking around, and, like, I I have no knowledge of any information post-stabbing. It was weird how schools, I don't know if they're still like this, like, it just felt like anybody could walk in and out any time. It was know? like that. Yeah. It was like Same that, with man. hospitals. Like, whenever yeah. I go to a hospital, like, should be a little bit more security. Like, I'm just walking up into, you know, I could walk anywhere. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Man. It's a little different now, though. Like, really? you, you have to sign in to get into a hospital. I think you have to give them your ID. Yeah. And at schools, too. For sure. Mm. You have to give them your Metal ID. Metal detector. Yeah, you gotta, but there's yeah. so you many doors and stuff, like, yeah. that you can get in. I mean, in high school, we did actually have, I think this was after Columbine, too, a... Like some criminal, like running through the halls from the police at oh one point. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly what the circumstances were, but we were all like, you know, we thought it was like a shooter or something. Holy shit! Oh my god. Yeah, I'll have to. I, I might even be fabricating some of it in my head because it's one of those things that happened and I just never thought about it again for decades. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do. I, there's some sort of announcement and alert, and and it turned out like someone was hiding from the cops in our school. Which makes sense. That's a good place to... It's a great place. Uh, yeah. yeah, right? I'm There's just ton, a fourth grader. Tons yeah. of room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. Um, uh, anybody down with that limp biscuit? <laughs> He's just got one of those tilty whirl hats <laughs> yeah. going on with a five o'clock hey guys, shadow. A cartoonishly big lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is it hammer time still? <laughs> <laughs> Classic Sir, why are you wearing Jinko? Uh, Billy Madison. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> what were there any things I can actually remember? I'm old enough to remember the Satanic Panic and that actually being a part of my life. Like that was that went al- along with that whole tabloid era of like the current affair shows and hard copy and those shows. And uh, I was scared of getting kidnapped by Satan. This is pretty bad. Wow. Yeah. And and there would always be like rednecks kids would like like spray paint pentagrams and right. stuff everywhere and uh, we'd we'd you know assume Take it, it so was, seriously was a, right yeah, yeah. I remember here. like and it was it was a thing where like parents believed it too you know yeah. so it was yeah. terrifying I remember like going up to a mountain once and there was like some sort of blacktop. And some kids that like spray painted some, some satanic stuff, and there was a fire pit. And my mom was like, "I wonder if that's where they sacrifice people." Oh my oh. god! <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah, and there was always a big concern with like if you're 
rock if like bands were satanic, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. That yeah, was you're going to court for that shit. Marilyn Manson was like a big one. All right, oh my yeah. god. He calls Columbine. Well, he, yeah. he was yeah. almost like a reflection of the satanic panic. Like, sure, it seemed yeah. like he was like post, post yeah. Yeah, he kind of like just did it blatantly, yeah. you know. Like, oh, you want it? Here's what it looks right, like. Right, yeah. right. It's almost like a satirical kind of yeah. like look at at that type of thing. Yeah. Um yeah, I he, love him, he was dude. definitely yeah, we're actually blamed do a for Columbine. Soon. Oh, nice. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. With him? No, no, no. I was about to say, damn. <laughs> RJ said, where's we my might invite? Be get- <laughs> yeah. I However, we might be getting Fred Schneider from the B-52 soon. Oh, what? Cool. Oh, yeah. Love Shaq, baby. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Yeah. yeah, if he comes through, hopefully. Dude, that's amazing. Oh, you know who else we might be getting? Um, the uh, Friday the 13th 3 guy that gave him the mask. What? Yeah. Interesting. Dude. That's awesome. That's, yeah, congrats. Thank you. That's, a big That's deal. super cool. Um, what other thi- So this is interesting, this phenomenon of like mass hysteria is affecting your childhood or your life. Do you, do you guys have yeah. any incidents of that outside of the Columbine thing? Mass yeah. Hysteria. So my mom, like I said, she used to watch all those Lifetime movies and stuff. And um, most of the movies that she was like big on watching were mm-hmm. ones where like women were getting battered and raped and stuff. Isn't that every Lifetime movie? Yeah, I guess I don't <laughs> know. Now with more battered and raped, so incredible. <laughs> they're they're like cringeworthy, but I mean it's something that could happen in real life. Sure. And to me, that's like more terrifying yeah. than a horror movie, you know? Right, right. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I would like go on walks by myself and stuff, and just do kid shit and I would always be looking over my shoulder like mm-hmm. is this mm-hmm. guy in the minivan gonna come out and kill me you know yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, well, there's a big kidnapping hysteria like yeah. in the 80s and 90s yeah. too yeah um, yeah I was definitely afraid of getting kidnapped I remember hearing that you, you shouldn't order those shirts from Cheerios that say your name on the on the back <laughs> oh, kidnappers what? will pretend they know you yeah Oh Weird. my God, <laughs> Jesus! That, that's terrifying. Also, other kids will beat your ass because right. yeah. fucking Cheerio shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's actually that's the, main the reason risk. I don't wear Cheerios shirts to this day. <laughs> <laughs> There's other reasons too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so sad. Zero yeah. desire to. Yeah, but, uh, you geez. you really missed out. Man. <laughs> that's that's childhood trauma right there. <laughs> I think uh, reefer madness. Just the entire. Uh, mindset behind weed is going to destroy your entire life and you're mm-hmm, going to be mm-hmm. one of these people from these commercials right. and all that stuff. That uh, I remember when I was a kid, I got in trouble all the time for weed and, you know, just debauchery. Mm-hmm. And uh, What I, age are we talking? 16. Okay. 16 it's to 18 were, like, really, right, right. like, who gives a fuck and, you yeah, know, all absolutely. that stuff. So, but my mom um, would always... Get so upset with me, like we gotta send you to drug class. Oh yeah, we it was. Send... I mean, it was that was like getting caught, freaking. I don't know, murdering doing heroin. Some... Yeah, it was yeah. like right. It was all the same. Right, right, right. But if you get caught with a beer, it's like, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> right, Be yeah. Careful. Stop it. Stop yeah. drinking my vodka and pouring water into it. I know what you're doing. Stop doing that. My mom. I was the only person in drug class that wasn't there by a court. I wow. was just there. Your mom just forced you? She just forced it. She paid for because it. Because of marijuana. Because of weed. Uh, oh and she gosh. didn't want me to turn out like my dad. Right. Yeah. Right? So it was like a big deal mm-hmm. uh, yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, dude, I just remember being like having late night conversations with her and telling her, this thing mm-hmm. that you guys all think is this horrible thing is not this horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And it's I could do a bunch of other horrible shit. 
and I am, but that thing, <laughs> you should be worried right. about the real shit. You should be worried about that, exactly. But like this thing, and I, and I remember telling my mom, when I grow up, this thing is going to be understood and legalized. And I just really believed in it. And that was like right. 2000, 2001. Wow. And just really hell bent on like, you don't understand this. Uh-huh. And uh, so it's cool to see it. And now, if my mom goes to Colorado, I shouldn't be saying this on you know, a thing, <laughs> but she's, let's just say she's very more than cool about it these days. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. She has a card. Oh, so, really? Yeah. yeah. So it's funny. It's funny how that works. Yeah, now, every time I'm Back like, out of that tobacco pipe. Yeah, every, every time I'm like, I, I just remember you taking my weed, and I remember the yeah. toilet flushing, but I never saw what went down it. And now you're getting suvies. And now I'm getting, yeah. yeah. Now I'm getting some yeah, souvenirs. Our generation really did get to say told you so on that one. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That that and gay marriage, those are, I feel like those are the two right. that really turned around in the last mm-hmm. 20 years or so. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And, and now that society big of a is crumbling. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now everything's ruined it. So yeah. All right, guys. Anything else we want to talk about before we wrap it up? Anything you guys want to plug or? Go ahead. All right. Um. <laughs> let's see. What do we want to plug? Oh, a couple things real quick, actually. Yes. Uh. So there is a uh a Discord. You guys familiar with Discord? What that is? Discord records. No, Discord. It's an app. Oh, okay. 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 So this thing, it's an app. Basically, it was made for gaming, right? It was made for gaming communities to build on top of and that kind of stuff. But there have been some people as of late that are starting to use it for outside communities that aren't gaming related. Mm -hmm. And anyway, there is a group called Hijinks on the Discord app. So all you got to do is download the Discord app, go to your regular uh, web browser, type in hijinks.fun slash chat. That's going to bring you to an invite. This thing, this Discord, is literally the largest that I know of, largest and best group of live prank call artists from all over the world. Okay. And they all meet here, and literally every single night almost, at least one, maybe two. Even during the day. Even during the day. It'll be (laughs) at lunchtime. Live prank call shows from different artists, different groups from all over the world. They all meet in this place. Hmm. And even if you're just a fan... There's one Friday nights um, with with our friend it's Dragon like a business Mayor. convention for prank for yeah. live <laughs> prank calls. Yes, yes. And so um, Friday nights, uh, there's a guy named Dragon Mirror. Check out his YouTube channel; it's fucking amazing. This guy's such a great, he's such a great prank call artist. He's awesome. Um, but anyway, he runs a show. And if you are a fan of prank calls, if you enjoy making prank calls, you could literally join in on the chat on your phone. Be connected into the show, mm-hmm. and Dragon Mirror can dial a number for you in Alaska, and you can be calling somebody in the middle of this chat filled with like fifty audience members. It's so mm-hmm. fun. It's so cool. It's awesome. They found us, and they found us like six months ago. And because Hijinks reached out to us and and started talking to us. Our channel and our traffic and everything involved in the Graveyard Goons has gone from like really? zero to a hundred because wow. yeah. of Hijinks' awesome. influence. Nice. And yeah. So nice. check Hijinks. I had Hijinx no idea out. there's that kind of unity in the prank call world. I mean, <laughs> like, like I told you, when we, when 
I literally was sitting at my desk like two years ago and I looked at my friend and I was like, have you ever heard of a live right, prank call right. show? The answer was no. And the answer was no for me entirely right. up until six months ago. And then yeah, I find out goes, not right. only is it a thing, <laughs> but there's like a whole world of people that yeah, do it. Uh, there's got to be like controversies and feuds. Oh, and there are. Offshoots. And oh, like, there is some yeah. FBI Oh, really? Stuff. Wow. It gets there's like that. people been arrested. There oh, are people man. currently on probation that aren't allowed <laughs> oh to do their God. show, that still do their show covertly. Like, yeah. there's so much. Is it almost becoming like an anti-establishment kind yes. of like underground type of thing? It's becoming anonymous. a freedom of speech type wow, of thing. Wow, interesting. Is what it's becoming. Interesting. Yeah, and so wow. we are super happy to be just You, you should write something about that or like do a, a, a short or something about that world. That's interesting, you know? That's, yeah. Uh, yeah that has anybody ever that. done like an known. article on like the prank call world or I anything? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's a good idea, That though. is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's uh it's this little thing that blew up into now there's like there's people from all over the US and other countries. That's the cool part. When you're on Discord, there's like accents from all over the world. Yeah, <laughs> we so cool. we got a Patreon person from Norway, right? Yeah. Wasn't it Norway? Yeah, Norway. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we had to ship a package to Norway. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First time for everything. Yeah, I was how to do that. <laughs> and uh it's expensive. Danielle, talk about your new website real quick before we get out of here. Oh, okay. So I have a website, it's dinelladoodle.com, and I do mural painting, graphic illustration, children's books illustrations, basically anything art-related. Awesome. Yeah. Stickers, so logos, business. All that. All yeah. the, all I'm going to need some logo stuff soon. Really? Oh, right on. Can yeah. you spell that? Danella, can you spell it's the website? L-O-G-O. It's D-N-E-L-L-A-D-O-O-D-L-E. Okay, yeah. so D-Nelladoodle. Yeah. Got it. Nice. Cool. Awesome. Cool. I didn't know you did all that stuff. Yeah, I'll give you a business card. Cool. Yes. Nice. Great. Oh, and then just last but not least, if, if you guys want to watch our show, we do it every single Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Um, the recommended place, it's on Twitch, Facebook, and uh, YouTube every Wednesday simultaneously. The recommended place to go check it out, though, is YouTube. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because there is a live chat that we have going oh. on the entire time. And there's live chats on all of them. Right. YouTube is popping. YouTube is like, you're going to get really? like 10. Should we get on there? Yes. It's yeah. so yeah. fun. It's so fun. Okay. And uh, But anyway, you can contribute ideas for us to use right, in right. real time. Right. And so that's nice. that's a big part so of it. People could send you guys like confessions yeah. via YouTube yeah. chat and you could read okay. them. Especially, I mean, it'd be cool if it related to mm -hmm. the episode. This, yeah. yeah. I mean, we do that a little bit with Facebook Live. Yeah, but. yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool to do that. Is, do you have to have a certain number of subscribers to do that, or the live chat? Yeah, no, it's no. just okay. yep. Um, if you wanted to monetize, yes, right? Yes. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Me and Mickey tried to do that at one point. Yeah, there's and the yeah, super chat, and yeah. that's the one that needs to be monetized for people to like pay money to get their. I, right. I don't know. It's 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 kind of strange, but um, but yeah. Uh, if, if you guys, it's Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, and it's fun as shit, and we go, basically the show is like 50% us, 50% the audience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So it's, it's cool. It's a very fun synergy. Sounds great. The yeah. audience always helps us with our prank calls, so they do. feel free to. Oh, will they like throw in inputs oh, yeah. like Dude. while you're going? Yeah. Oh, that's inputs, awesome. topics, <laughs> characters. Nice. Like it's, it's great because if you choke, <laughs> you're like, oh, right, fail safe. Right, yeah. you know? Oh, so. they're so awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, wo 
there, Xander Fett, Dragonmere, Hijinx, and a bunch of other people are in the live chat. We just want to give a shout out to them because they really make our show worthwhile. Great. Yeah, cool. yeah. definitely. All right. Well, this has been a great episode, guys. Thank Thanks. you so much thank for you. coming yeah. by. Thank you for Keep having up us. the good work. Thanks for Jamie, having us. Thank you, sir. Yeah, Graveyard Goons on everything with a Z. With a Z. There's no Z in everything, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, Ah. this is confessional. Thank you so much, everyone. See you next time. Thank you. Bye.